This episode is sponsored by Gummy Cube. Gummy Cube is the end-to-end solution for mobile marketing and app store optimization, or ASO. To go and find out more, go to gummycube.com, that's G-U-M-M-I-C-U-B-E.com, and find out why you really need to start ranking for the right keywords by using their service. Thanks very much, Gummy Cube, for sponsoring the show. This episode is sponsored by Apptentive. Apptentive will improve your mobile app ratings and help you grow your user base. So to sign up for a free mobile app consultation, go to apptentive.com forward slash app guy, all lowercase, app app apptentive.com, apptentive.com forward slash app guy. And thank you so much to Apptentive for supporting this show. Hello everyone, my name is David Shack. I'm the director of marketing at Flip, that's F-L-Y-P, and you're listening to the App Guy Podcast. The App Guy Podcast, straight from your host, Paul, the App Guy. Welcome to another episode of the App Guy Podcast. I'm your host, it's Paul Kemp. I'm going to jump straight into today's episode. We've got a great uh, co-founder who's going to talk through uh, his journey with Pluto.tv. His name is Ilya Pozin. And uh, we're going to talk about uh, his journey with this awesome um, website. If you go and check it out, Pluto.tv, Pluto.tv. Uh, Ilya, welcome to the App Guy podcast. Thanks for having me, Paul. Uh, I mean, as a lot of people on this show get inspired by the co-founders and the founders and entrepreneurs that come on the show, perhaps you could just spend a minute to describe where your, your working space is right now. Yeah, so, I mean, I'm, we're right in the heart of, of Los Angeles, uh, right in the... In the middle, I'm uh, sitting on the 15th floor of a building overlooking uh, everything from the Hollywood sign to mountains all the way to the beach. And, you know, this is a great startup life. That, that is, <laughs> it sounds awesome. So uh, let's talk about Pluto.tv. What, what is it you're trying to uh, do for the world? And t- tell us about the, um, what, what it is. Yeah, so, so Pluto TV, we're an online uh, entertainment platform. We're an internet television service. Uh, that has over a hundred channels of news, music, sports, comedy, entertainment, education, kids content, and, and more. Uh, essentially, what we're doing is we're we're a uh, when we looked at the internet, we saw that the, all, all the content online from that exists uh, in terms of video on YouTube, on Netflix, on Hulu, and the like, it's all on demand. But when we started to actually look at how people watch video, how people watch television, uh, we saw that the average American watches an astonishing four and a half hours to five hours of television every single day. And the majority of that time, about 85, 90% of that watch behavior is actually linear. Uh, This is when people uh, lean back, turn it on, and whatever is live on at that time on, on whatever channel you're watching is what you're watching. It's not time shifted. It's not DVR'd, right? And and when we looked online, we saw that everything is on demand. While the traditional behavior of how people watch is all linear, you know, we saw we saw that as a big opportunity. We thought, why can't? Um, why is everything online like this? Why? Sh- why? There's such amazing content available. What if we present it in a television-like experience? Can we get long-form viewing uh, out of out of people? Can we entertain them? Will they love it? And they do. Is this to do with curation as well? That I mean, sometimes when you go to the content, like for example Netflix, that you're just overwhelmed with what to watch. Uh, are you 
doing some, I guess you're g- coming in as a curator of the content and, and uh, delivering it in a linear fashion. Yeah, I mean, that's exactly right. I think similar to music, if you know exactly what you want to hear, there's a lot of great solutions for it. You might have a Spotify account or iTunes, right? And, or, or you go to YouTube and you search for a song and everything's a keyword away, and that's perfect. Same thing uh, with video online. If you know exactly what you want to watch, uh, you just, you know, you search for it and you watch it. But most of our behavior of when we want to be entertained, we don't know what we want to watch. Uh, we just want entertainment. And when we're at that position, um, that's when our service comes in and it's perfect, right? And what we do is we curate uh, the world's best content out there by partnering with, uh, with the best content partners out there. And, and we curate it into lean back channels in every category. So we have, you know, uh, music channels. We have over 20 music channels. We have a news channel that uh, pulls together all the best content from all the best news sources out there. Um, we have a 24-7 cats channel, which actually plays nonstop hilarious cat videos for <laughs> hours a day. Um, so everything from, you know, uh, education to skate videos to GoPro to, you know, cat videos to uh, whatever. We even have a stand-up comedy channel if you're in the mood for some laughter. So that's, that's really when we come in is when you don't know what you want to watch, but you want to be entertained, we're the perfect solution. Now, let's talk about the idea because a lot of people listening to this uh, are starting out their own journey. And uh, how did you kind of get this off the ground? Perhaps you can give us an idea of to, to help anyone else that, that is just starting out. Yeah, so, so this idea came about a couple of years ago. Um, at, at that time, I, had, uh, I have two kids now, but I had one daughter. She was uh, about two, two and a half. And um, I had a two-monitor set up at my house. So on one monitor, I was working. And while she was sitting on my lap and on the other monitor, I was doing what every good dad does and was playing her, you know, Elmo videos from YouTube. <laughs> and uh, what, where the frustration of this idea came about was at the end of every video, she kept wanting more. And she's like, Daddy, more Elmo. Or Daddy, play another elephant video, right? And, uh, you know, as much as I love spending time with my daughter, I try to maximize working at the same time. And it was really difficult to sit there and pick out content for her um, while I was trying to work at the same time. Plus, you know, I just became a dad. I just learned how to change diapers. And I had no knowledge or previous training about kids entertainment and kids videos. So all of a sudden I had to become this expert. And I thought that I was just wrong, right? And when, whenever she watched regular TV and she was watching like Nickelodeon or something, she would just, you know, watch for hours, right? And that was a curated experience. And I thought, man, like this, there's a, such amazing content out there on the internet. Why is, it, why is it so much more difficult to actually be entertained in, a, in this kind of experience compared to TV? And that's what sparked the idea. I love that because that's so inspiring. The fact that you were just sitting there with your daughter and the idea came to you. And for anyone who's uh, a parent out there, uh, you may not know, but I do actually do a hobby podcast called the Entrepreneur Dad Podcast. And uh, I love talking about like ideas that have been generated because of our kids. Uh, so, so, but I mean, is a lot of work gone into this? Did you fund it yourself? Did you manage to get to like a round of funding? Uh, t- tell us how you actually invested you know, the money to get, get this uh, physically made? Yes, sure thing. So originally, I, you know, I, I funded it myself. I, I hired a couple developers through, I believe, Odesk um, and uh, had this idea for a prototype. And, 
you know, uh, content rights are expensive. So initially, um, I thought, you know, why don't we plug into the open API of YouTube and Vimeo and other, you know, platforms out there that want to distribute their content outside of their platform. Um, so uh, we, we built the initial prototype for Pluto. We uh, plugged into uh, those APIs and we started, uh, we created about 100 channels in different categories. We had like a skate channel, a surf channel, a extreme sports channel, a cat's channel, and so forth. So, and then we started to find the best videos for each, each one of those channels, and, and we lined it up on a schedule. And that way, when somebody turned on the cat's channel, there were, everyone in the world was watching the exact same video at the same time. I thought there was something special about that moment um, of watching together that I think is actually missing in the, in the on-demand environment, uh, that social experience. So, you know, I, we built a prototype, and started to show it around town to a few people, and it's instantly started to pick up uh, a lot of attention. Um, and, and, you know, fast forward a, a couple months later, I ended up uh, partnering uh, with uh, Tom Ryan, who was the former CEO of Threadless, and I actually met him at a, at a previous company. And, you know, uh, him and I uh, went out there and we, we raised a round of funding uh, led by U.S. Venture Partners, where raised about $13 million and had some amazing uh, investors uh, join us like Sky and Universal Music and, you know, UTA from the talent side and, uh, and, so, and so forth. And, uh, you know, and, and this thing started to really pick up steam and, and get likes from there. Oh, this, what a great journey. I mean, that's inspiring, absolutely inspiring. I think you'll want to check out this sponsor, Gummy Cube. Uh, they are supporting the show and they can help you market your app. They are enabling App Store optimization, which actually is discoverability of your app. And if you think about one of the long-running themes of this show, it's discoverability in the app stores. Well, GummyCube can help you out with discoverability. More than 50% of mobile apps are discovered via search. So why are you not thinking about your keywords, your title, your description, your screenshots, your icon, just getting some expert help so that you can be discovered in the App Store. I mean, even if you've built the world's best app, you've still got to get it in front of your target market. And this is where GummyCube can help out. So I highly recommend going over and just checking out what they can do. It's best to go to their website, www.gummycube.com. That's www.gummycube.com. Or you can go to theappguy.co and search for Dave Bell and listen to his episode where he goes into great detail about what GummyCube are doing. And thank you very much to GummyCube for continuing to be a great supporter of this show. This show is sponsored by Apptentive. Uh, are you an app founder? Are you an app creator? Do you have people using your app? Uh, do you need to know more about this for your job? Whatever your situation, apptentive.com forward slash app guy is the place to go because you'll get a free mobile app consultation. And in fact, if you think about the successful guests that have been on this show, the number one thing that often comes out is the customer experience it is the major differentiator. And so you need to be able to communicate effectively with your users, uh, two-way communication, and you also need to keep a lot of the negative uh, criticisms of bugs off of the reviews and into your personal messaging center. It's vitally important to effectively communicate with your users and Apptentive will help you do that. So go to apptentive.com forward slash app guy, all lowercase, app 
attentive, A-P-P-T-E-N-T-I-V-E dot com forward slash app guy. And uh, go and check them out. You get a free mobile app consultation when you go there. Get a free trial of their dashboard. Thank you so much to Aptentive for continuing to support this show. What is the, the most common question I get from uh, the audience, the Appster tribe listening, is how uh, do you actually get uh, your um, project, your uh, thing discovered? You know, and was there any in the last two years? You, you know, was there any anything that you did that really? kind of got it you know a, a lot of attention was there anything you could tell us that that would really help uh, us launch our own products and services yeah i mean i i think there it's a two-part answer because before before funding you only have a limited amount of money to do you know marketing with right so it's a lot more grassroots so we started to show it to people and share it but we didn't really at, at that point it was more internal people in the industry because we didn't actually want to launch it publicly uh, until we actually built it into a full business. Um, even at an MVP level, right, at a minimal viable product level, we still needed, you know, what, once we started to get attention of investors um, and the money started to come in, you know, we started to form a team and turn this into a real deal product rather than just a prototype. And, uh, and we started to, doing, to do license deals for the content and so forth. And then we launched it on April 1st, 2014. Uh, during that launch, we did a lot of press, a lot of PR. Um, and, you know, the, the online video space is, is just very, very much hot right now, right? It's, it's, uh, there's a lot of conversations of what's going on in the market. There's unbundling of uh, channels uh, from cable and, you know, uh, a, a great amount of very professional uh content being produced digitally, like from companies like Funny or Die and, and, and the like. And, you know, we just kind of piggybacked against um, the attention the industry was already getting. And, and we just became one of the companies that the media started to talk about. Uh, and that's how we got our initial launcher and initial users heard of us and then started telling all their friends. And, and uh, kind of started to pick up steam from there. And, and Ilya, was there any particular press that got you the most attention from like new users uh, adopting the service? A any mentions that you could remember that were like, sure? Yeah, I, yeah. I remember on you know on, on we tried to build up this big launch, so you know we gave an embargo announcement to a lot of different outlets, which which means that they can't release it until let's say eight a.m. and then everything hits all at once, and you kind of get that snowball effect going. Um, and press and press these days doesn't tend to drive a lot of traffic. I think the one that actually drove a lot was Mashable. Um, but what it drove was a lot of industry attention and it started helping us on the business development front. Um, and we got a lot of inbound inquiries from investors and content owners and, you know, and even device manufacturers that wanted to have our app on, on their devices. So, uh, it helped boost the business. I think what started to really drive, uh, Users in the beginning, um, beyond press, as we started doing some uh, Facebook campaigns and slowly, you know, trying to see how well users respond and, you know, and, and more, more to learn from their behavior and adjust our product before we go out much bigger in marketing spends. Uh, we wanted to put it out in the market and iterate on it. So, Ilya, in the last um, 
I guess, last few minutes we have with you, uh, I wondered if, there, is there anything we haven't covered that you feel like a, a an entrepreneur, a, someone who's just starting a startup themselves, what uh, advice would you give to them uh, to, to give them the best chance of success? Yeah, I mean, I, I think that's a great question. The, the barriers of entry these days to build anything is are very low. Um, so if you can you know, scrunch together a couple thousand dollars, um, you really could go out there and, you know, use a site like Odesk to find the right uh, freelancers to build your prototype and build something um, to, to show it, right? I think a big mistake entrepreneurs make uh, is they, they feel like the idea alone uh, has enough value and they start to sh- try to raise money against it. And these days, there's so many... It's so inexpensive to launch a prototype and build a business that investors are uh, often dismissing ideas that they actually can't feel and touch and play with. uh, And it feels much earlier than a lot of the other businesses that are pitching them. So uh, I would say instead of just putting together a presentation and a deck and pitching your idea, it's, you know, I think, the, it, I think the product needs to exist to go along with it, but it doesn't have to take a lot of money to actually build it. So go out there and, you know, spend a couple bucks and, and do it and, and then uh, see how people react to it. And once they touch it, it's just a very different experience. And I think people will start to emotionally connect to it rather than just a bunch of slides in a presentation. Yeah, Ilya, I love this story. I mean, what I've taken away from uh, the chat with you today is that the, even though you, there's a saturated market like TV, for example, you've gone in there with something radically new and uh, are you know really crushing it with uh, just a d- different way of thinking about you know what what we've all had for years, which is TV. Uh, so uh, it's yeah. going to be all the all the show notes will be on uh, episode three six seven of theappguy.co. So for anyone listening who wants to connect. Um, with you, Ilya, or um, the you know the company, then they can get links there. Um, how, how best can people like in the meantime just just reach out to you and, and connect? Sure, I think the easiest way is probably on Twitter. Um, my Twitter handle is Ilya Never Sleeps. I L Y A Never Sleeps. So is that true? <laughs> well, I I do sleep, but uh, but I uh, I'll often find myself waking up and you know starting to write stuff because that's when a lot of my ideas actually form. So uh, that's kind of where the, the nickname, the self-given self, self uh, given branding came from. Ilya, we're going to have to get you back on the show because we've missed a segment. I always do it with every guest and uh, it's t- talking about potential ideas. Uh, so we'll use that as a teaser to get you back on and uh, sometime in the future. But for I'd the time to. being, yeah, that's, um, thanks very much for coming on the show. Yeah, thanks for having me, Paul. So remember to go and check out www.gummycube.com. That's G-U-M-M-I-C-U-B-E.com, who are the world's best app store optimization company. And I highly recommend using them to improve the optimization of your apps and help them get discovered in the app store and use their algorithms and their data cube from the Google Play Store and the Apple App Store. So www.gummycube.com. And thanks to Gummycube for being such a great supporter of this show. Also remember that this episode has been brought to you by Apptentive. They have the intelligent ratings reviews widget and you need to use this to get higher up the charts and get better reviews going onto your review page. So go to apptentive.com forward slash app guy. That's apptentive.com forward slash app guy, all lowercase. And thank you Apptentive for continuing to support the show. 
So my biggest challenge with this podcast is getting it listened to by as many people as possible and you can help. I really need your help. Please leave me a five-star review in iTunes. If you can, then uh, that helps uh, me climb the charts in iTunes and then uh, it reaches a broader audience. And so if you love this podcast and you've listened to some episodes now, uh, don't delay. I do need your help. You listening right now, uh, it not, it's not a case where you think other people will do this and you don't have to bother. Do something uh, to help me out and uh, leave a five-star review and I will be internally uh, grateful and thank you because then I can reach a broader audience and uh, get the content out there to help more people. So uh, go to iTunes in your podcasting app or open iTunes in your desktop and just go ahead and leave a review for me. Thank you.